This is Off Stage and On the Air, performance number 761. I am Lisa Sheps. I am joined by my lovely, talented, and beautiful co host, Miss Nicole Shiro. Hello. You are listening to us on KOOP HD1 HD3 Hornsby, streaming live just on February 28th at KOOP.org. Don't go away. Hurry, hurry, step right up. The show's about to begin. It is Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. This is our spring membership drive. And on the show today, we are lucky enough to have the folks from the Gaslight Baker Theater and their production of Company. Later on, we'll be talking to Austin Community College and their show, Red. And of course, we will have lively discussions of the world of theater in Austin, Chicago, New York, Lockhart, New Bronzeville's. And other places like San Marcos. Stick with us. In order to hang with them, you have to study them from afar. Watching what they wear, what they say, where they go. And never ever let them know that you are. Never let them know that you are, Nicole. Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Hello. It's so good to have you here. It's so good to be here with on you. Our, on our membership Always. drive. That, uh, that song was from a show called Now Hear This. Do you think they heard uh, it? I don't think so. And it's called Members Only because we are in our membership drive. We are. We are. And we need members only. Uh, and during our membership drive, they can pick up the phone and dial 512-472-5667 and become a member. Let's show them that. Uh, let's show everybody uh, let that the theater should uh, call 512-472-667. If you call right now, you will not hear this. Sorry, he's in a special board meeting. Can't put you through now. You'll have to leave a message. It's an emergency session. He can't be disturbed. I'm sorry. You'll have to leave a message. They're in conference. You'll have to leave a message. You will not hear that. We will pick up the phone. We will talk to you. We will take your credit card number. Uh, and all will be beautiful. All will be. Uh, let's, uh, let's take the time to introduce the folks that are sitting here with us. And I will say this, that I have been practicing this name because I butcher it every time. And I have been practicing it and practicing and practicing. And I know I'm about to just butcher it. But here goes. Uh, Doug Girolamo. Oh, you were so close. So I missed the actually o. quite far. Girolamo. Girolamo. God, dog it. I swear to God, Doug, I had it right, and we'd go through this every single time. Every time. And I'm scared to death of it. So there it goes. I'm, I'm just going to have to keep coming back exactly to you get it. Like you will. It's spelled. I know. I just I have a problem. I also have a, it's the D. I have a, a man that works with this, Kellen D. Uh, now I get, forgot the name, but I can't pronounce his name either i think it's probably just something in my dna but other people here we have david kelly hi david hi there a little easier to pronounce that one much easier and i and i have to appreciate that billy guffey hi hi uh and cynthia cruiser hello hi welcome uh so are y'all are all donors to co-op correct your members here at the radio station uh nodding does not work on the radio (laughs) certainly (laughs) <laughs> okay. 
Uh, excellent. So, uh, well, great. Well, let's get into talking about. Yes, uh, you're writing me a note. I can't see it. No, I can't we had read it. some. We had some. Well, let's bring it on in. Let's go thank him now. We, we got some people to thank. Yeah. So uh, this shout out to Eric Dees who called in to increase his monthly pledge. Eric Dees, that's something that you can do well, here at the so radio much. station. Yeah, like, you can call in and increase your monthly donation. Not just to, make a donation. Right. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. He listens all day while he's at home working and on the weekends. And we also had Michael call in. And make a donation. He listens to the Lounge Show and any program that Lewis Harrison is on. Well, that was great because he was busy rowing the boat ashore before he, was, he called. <laughs> he was, but he made it. Uh, so, but he made so it. So thank you to uh, Eric and Michael. So I will tell. Okay, now now can we get into to talking about junk? Let's get into it. All right, it. great. Awesome. Uh, thank Unless you, I have to interrupt you because nope. someone else called in. No, we would interrupt for that. We I'm will wait. Saying, yeah. We'll take my cue. And when we start talking about pledge break, you can, you are welcome to, even during our show, call to call it. into 512-472-5667 or koop.org. I'm doing different technology today. I'm working on an iPad. This is new, so we'll see how it works. It's funny you have a case on that, but not the laptop. Uh, this is our theater iPad, and it ne- I have a case because I because other people are dealing with it. I would take it off. Here. <laughs> are you, are you, oh, it's, it I know, because I provided those... her with a case for the other one. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too big. This is actually too big for an iPad. Here, I'll show the <laughs> listeners. Oh, wow. Tap it. Okay. Here's the presentation. Uh, okay. So, uh, Second Stage, uh, who run, who's a nonprofit, it's been around for a lot of years in New York City, yes. uh, has run, runs, run, ran three physical theaters, one uh, off-Broadway, off up on the Upper West Side, mm-hmm. one off-Broadway, right on 43rd Street, mm-hmm. uh, and, of course, Broadway with the Helen Hayes Theater. Uh, and the one on 43rd Street is the Tony Kaiser Theater, which is currently playing um, appropriate with our friend um, Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Uh, they're leaving it. They're, they're moving out. They're, and it was just they're like moving out. Oh, wow. not done, redone too long ago either. Why might you ask? Yes. Uh, well, because it's because the rent's too damn high. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I wish you, I, I, I feel that. I really do. Yeah. So yeah, yeah me we're too. We're on the same boat here. Yeah. So interestingly enough, they had a, a in 2021. They signed an eight-year lease on the uh, on the property, but they had an out uh, that they decided to take to get out of it. Uh, a one-time option to get out because they were already paying double market rate. Uh huh. Which is crazy. Insanity. I, in my theater we're paying less than market rate and we can't afford that. So that's amazing. They do have a thirty a twenty three and a half million dollar budget, so that's nice. Uh-huh. Um yeah. I'd take that. Again, but they, it's a somewhat new, I, recently renovated and beautiful theater. Well, no, it's aging and old, and that's one of the reasons why they have to get out, because the infrastructure is falling apart as part of the deal. And this is what I learned uh, when I signed a lease on a commercial. You're responsible, as a tenant, you're responsible for, for the upkeep. Mm-hmm. So they were responsible for the upkeep on this infrastructure of the building, which was... I thought it was redone not so long ago. Uh, evidently not. Uh, but it was an old bank. Um, that is what's really cool. But some of the cool shows that have it. come out of that theater, the Tony Kaiser Theater, are little shows rarely ever heard of, like Dear Evan Hansen, <laughs> um, <laughs> Next to Normal, and uh-huh. Between Riverside and Crazy. Uh-huh. So that's crazy. I know. Uh, and uh, they are, oh no, I'm wrong about the... Um, 
uh, appropriate isn't at the uh, Kaiser. Uh, at the apiary is at the, the apiary. Project. Yeah, yeah. So I was I thought, thinking. I, th- I was all like, yeah, I, don't think yeah, I thought appropriate just extended their run. It was doing so good. Appropriate did, and and it is also their show. Yeah. and it's at the Helen Hayes. Uh, so I just I don't know how to read my own stuff, but I think that's interesting. It is interesting. I think I said it. To I you wish right I had their kind of out. budget, but I totally understand what it means by you know rent and all that upkeep and stuff. It's it's a lot to do, and you know I'm glad that they took their out and they're able to you know keep doing what they want to do. My Just thought find is a new they home. have well, some sort of plan. They're going to look for something else. They must. Yeah. They probably have. They something have else. their eye in the prize. But or they something. also gave up their off off Broadway space uh, a year ago. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're down to one they, Broadway. They, they only have one Broadway and, house. And one how Broadway how house do people how do, and, do that? Uh, how do they live? I, that's what I you call have living. No idea. That's just beyond my the, the scope of of my ability to, to understand things. Uh, let's see what else do we want to talk about. Oh, uh, Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike. Did y'all yes. read about this? They're uh, there's going to be together. a reading, uh, and they're bringing the, they're bringing the old band back together. I know. Uh, so for the annual gala, the Lincoln Center, it's a staged reading. Uh, it's going to be directed by Bartlett Schur, uh, and I've heard his last name pronounced several different ways. Sheer, Sheer. I've heard Sheer. I hear Sheer. I think I may be wrong. I I hate to admit it, but it, it could be it could be Sheer. But I say Sheer. Yo, let's get him on the show and ask him. So okay, here we'll, we'll I I've had him do interviews for yeah. some of the tours, uh-huh. and I was told Sure. So okay, well I like you. I don't know. Anyway, so the the gala will be on the seventh, uh, May seventh, at the Vivian Beaumont Theater, which is a lovely theater. I love it. Uh, I saw War, War Horse there. Anyway, the cast includes the originals: David Hyde Pierce uh, as Vanya, uh, Christine Nielsen as Sonia. I don't know this person. Sigourney Weaver uh, as Marsha. I lived in her building for a while and would share the elevator with her uh, at 72nd and Broadway. And she's this tall. Uh, and she's, for those of you like, listening, that, that's, that's like, a, like, like a whole head and a half like, over you. Yeah, yes, she's giant, very, very tall. tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Genevieve Engelson is uh, Nina. And then David Hull, who was not in the original, will join them in Spike. I forgot who d- played Spike in the original, but I believe he passed away. I believe you are correct. Yes. Uh, but that's good. Has anybody seen it's the show? Fantastic. I've read it a few times. I've always wanted to do it. Uh, you, know, you know what? It was done here in Austin, Texas at the Zach Theater, mm-hmm. and they did a very good job. Yeah, they did. And uh, uh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> Jason was in it. Oh, Jason Williams. J- Jason Williams, yes. Jason, Jason. I, yeah, can't talk. Anyway, uh, they did a very good job. I, uh, I, I recommend it. We did have a... Off-Broadway opening that we talked about here on the show last week uh, about O'Mary. And this was uh, reviewed in the New York Times by Joshua Barone. He made it a New York uh, Times critic's pick. And it sounds like so much fun. Uh, Have you all heard about O'Mary? No. No. Uh, It is about Mary Lincoln. Uh, and it uh, supposes her as an alcoholic cabaret sen- singer married to a gay guy. They never actually mention the name of Abraham Lincoln. It's just her husband. Uh, <laughs> and it is written and played by, um, oh, my God, what is their name? Um, Cole Escola. Who uh, didn't research or knew anything about it. Knew nothing, knew about, nothing it about it on purpose. Mary, on, yeah, just, just to heard come the name up and said, I'm going to do this. On With their purpose. own version of what this all, yeah. So uh, one of the quotes from the review says, it's so stupid, so campy, <laughs> so unexpected, and yes, like Mrs. Lincoln, even sensational. Uh, 
It's an 80-minute show uh, oh, that's yes. silly, nasty, tasteless, and in the end, good theater. Uh, it just sounds like so much fun. We were laughing pretty hard talking about it. It does. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Escola is equated to Lucille Ball with expressions, which I'm... Which what is kind of yeah. is that? Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Um, and uh, other people in the show are Tony Mocked, uh, who plays Abe's assistant. Bianca Lee uh, is Mary's chaperone. Uh, Conrad Ricamora as Abe. I saw him in... Um, that thing, right? The, Here the, Lies uh, Love. Here Lies Love. Thank you. <laughs> Did you like that yeah. she yeah. swirled her arm around like she was? That was enough. Yeah, you, you were lassoing yeah. it yeah. out of nowhere. It's it was directed by. But Sam, I knew. It was directed by Sam Pinkerton, and then I want to read this. I don't know why, because, but I quoted it to to read here on the radio. So it says in this review, "quote uh, It is all highly stylized, and it is all real theater." Oh, Mary could have been a single sketch or a succession of them, but instead, it's clearly plotted comedy turned drama turned. Actually, let's not spoil the climax, other than say that there are gasp-worthy twists. Goes on to say, pay close, close attention to the theater's lobby, which has been decorated with a fake retrospective of Martha Swope-like photographies, or photographs. Uh, Escola as Cassie on crutches in a chorus line. Uh, <laughs> as the star of John Doyle, Death of a Salesman. As a main-haired Deidre O'Connor and Dana H., Oh, so. there's, there's so much right there. Uh, and wow. so, I'm sold. I'm in. Yeah, I, so I sold. Give me some tickets. It. I'm ready. <laughs> so sold. I so want to see it. Uh, so uh, it is plain. Uh, let's see if I can tell where it's plain. Uh, I know it says it here somewhere. Uh, through May 5th at the Lucille Lortel, Lucille Lortel Theater, which again we talked about last week because I, I have to bring everything back to me. I played. I did Cloud Nine there uh, when it was called Theater Delice. Oh, wow. Um, and um, so, yeah, you can get information. There'll be a, click to, a link to click at offstageonair.com when I post the show. I will also say that I meant to talk about this last week. Uh, you know, we talk about movie musicals. I'm not quite sure that I can say this on the radio, but it's blank the musical, and it is um, uh, a term for with, yes. with the, D, the D word, the musical. Yeah. Yeah. Has anybody seen it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was an experience. I <laughs> so bad that it was marvelous. Yep. Yeah. That's what have it looked it? like. No, I was going to, and I haven't gone down that rabbit hole yet, but when I saw it, and I didn't send it to you because I was like, can we talk about it? No, yeah. Here? Well, but, well, we can talk uh, about it, but it's, it's, it is campy, and I don't like camp. Campy and fun and stupid. It looks that way, but fantastic. And the two guys that they play twins that are, that find themselves. Uh, and it has Nathan Lane and uh, what's her name? Um, Megan Megan Mullally in it. Like uh, so wrong, it's so right. That's exactly. what I got so from it. So wrong, it is so right. Anyway, that is available to watch on HBO. Yep, HBO. Max. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would highly advise. Uh, telling your friends to watch it without any context it's a it's a better experience that way true true there's a lot of there's a there's i haven't wanted to watch things on the tv a lot lately and there are some things i've wanted yeah. to watch oh i think there's lots of things to watch i'll too always many things, yeah. too many things so uh we'll talk a little bit more about theater we're not gonna be able to get to nearly the amount of things that i want to get to but i do have to talk about this but before i talk about what we're going to talk about 
I need to say that the opinions expressed here on Offstage and on the Air are not necessarily those of co-op, its board of directors, its underwriters, or its staff. It's merely our crazy opinions. And I need to talk about yet another high school uh, canceling a production because it's too gay for them. Uh, and that and, is – And the production – yeah. Go and ahead. of course, Here's where is pro- it? It's in the state of Texas. It's in the city of Dallas. Uh, but what is the production? The production is the Laramie Project. Yes. Okay. So it was canceled unceremoniously. <clears throat> An email was sent saying we're just canceling it. They didn't provide any other explanation. Uh, but later on, uh, they said a district spokesman uh, named Bryce Neiman said in a statement the decision was made by many stakeholders. Uh, and then it says, uh, quote, the decision to move forward with another production at Timber Creek High School was based on the desire to provide a performance similar to the ones that have created much excitement for the community like this year's, wait for it, production of Mary Poppins. That's very controversial. And White Christmas. So, uh, huh. yeah, it just makes me so angry. They went on to say in this article later that the, uh, the trustees of the Keller School voted, uh, of course, to – oh, where'd it go? Stand by. Uh, voted to um, – I just want to make sure that they established rules for district employees that, sh- that, quote, shall not promote, encourage, or require the use of pronouns that are inconsistent with the students or other person's biological sex. And I'm going to use air quotes for that, even mm-hmm. though they didn't. They, of course, <laughs> uh, banned a whole bunch of books that uh, you know might have uh, some – mention of other sexual orientations or gender identities. It just makes me mad that this keeps happening. I know. I know. Anybody else feel differently? I dare you. As someone, Not even a little bit. I, I had a similar situation in high school when we did a jukebox musical about Freddie Mercury. Okay. And so that it made me angry now, still makes me upset now. Did they, did they cut, they wouldn't luckily, let you do it? Luckily, my director was um, stubborn enough to really ignore the complaint, but... It was still just it was it was hard because it was very up in the air of whether or not it was going to happen or not. Yeah, like and I mean that's innocuous. Opening. It's probably not the subject matter was not queer stuff, but he no. just happens, it was, it was he just, just happened to be queer. It was just oh, rock and roll takes over. Nothing about being gay or anything like that. Makes oh, me very it was angry. Just rock and roll. All right, I have two more. I got. I got. I could talk about this forever because yep. it just makes me angry. I need to talk about two other things so that we can get and talk to you about why you're here. Otherwise, we're not going to have time. Uh, so I was very uh, thrilled to see this in Playbill.com. I did not know it. Kairos Looney, who is a local playwright and theater maker, uh, and happens to be working with Ground Floor Theater right now as part of our GFT Rights program, uh, and was the artist that did the poster for our current production of Always a Boy, mm-hmm. uh, has an off-Broadway world premiere uh, that, that they didn't tell us about. I was I like, had to why find didn't out they tell they, you about so that? So Pipeline Theater Company is doing the world premiere of his House of Telescopes, running March 22nd through April 21st at ART in New York. Um, Liam uh, B. Gable, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, is the directing. Uh, House of Telescopes asks the audience to imagine a new world that at once cherishes trans people of color and refuses to leave anyone behind. In a lovingly weaving together of imperfections of a chosen family and the missteps of the family of origin, House of Telescopes contends that while 
we cannot be perfect nor always predict how a system of oppression will act through us. Every person has the capacity to change. The play also speaks directly to the trans community about the pervasiveness of issues of gatekeeping, perfectionism, and martyrdom. All told, House of Telescopes endeavors to demonstrate how trans liberation will free us all. And I mean, talk about going from one extreme to the other. Um, I don't know. It sounds like a lovely play. Uh, I was like, sounds fantastic. No, I saw it and I thought you knew about it. I didn't. Because I knew it. And then, so that's funny you had to ask them about it too. I didn't. I did email them and say, uh, congratulations. And guess what their answer to me was? They didn't know? No. Oh. They said, thank you. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Well, that was courteous. Yeah, that was nice of them. Uh, And the last thing, I'm not going to get into the review. Jelly's Last Jam opened at Encores. It's playing. uh, They're now doing two-week runs. Uh, huge accolades, major good good words. So uh, you can read the review that I posted at Offstage they found on Air. The jam. Yep, uh, but it's interesting. I never really knew the the uh, the narrative arc of of the show, uh, and it's pretty dark. Very. Yeah, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, amazing, amazing cast. Uh, you know, it was one, the original cast was so good, and it was one that people haven't touched, and when you did it, you had to do it right. When you saw who was in this cast, you were like, okay, yeah, all right, this is going to be fantastic. I will say this one thing, because it has to do with uh, the song I'm about to play. Uh, in the review, which was written by Jesse Green of the New York Times, uh, it says, quote, in numbers like the whole, oh, that's not the one, sorry, hold on. <laughs> I think the In one success. number, that's how you jazz. The ensemble builds a song before your very eyes and ears. First imitating tubas for some low-down foundation, then banjos from some sweet blank syncopation, then horns for some bluesy var- var- variations, all while performing steps that seem to turn their bodies into bobbing notes on a staff. Amazing. Let's yeah. listen to that's that great. song. Here it is. We'll be right back. I'll show you We're going to jump right into our first guests, uh, and here we go. I said, I said what was going to happen. Let's do it. Uh, let's roll, introduce, uh, this is a gas, folks from Gaslight Baker Theater in uh, uh, Lockhart. Lockhart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's because I had barbecue for lunch. I can't. It's not, uh, and their production of Chicago. We have the director of the production. Drum roll, please. Doug DiGeralamo. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I did it. That was it. Well, because you know what I did? It's Geronimo. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you know, when my dad was in the Navy and he made Chief, they just called him Chief Geronimo. There you go. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and I do have a quick correction. We yeah. are doing company. What did I say? Chicago. Yeah, I like, oh, you know what? You I know wrote what? Chicago. Maybe next year. Who knows? <laughs> I wrote yeah. Chicago. And oddly enough, I get those two mixed up all the time. Do you really? Uh, yeah, I do. They're so <laughs> different. But around well, the same time here. Wait a second. I, there's, I can tell you why. They're the same amount of letters and the same first letter. Okay. Uh, okay, we have playing Bobby, David Kelly. Hi, David. Hello, hello. Uh, playing Jenny, we have Billy Guffey. Hi. Uh, and Amy by Cynthia Cruiser. Yep, that's me. All right. Uh, Doug, tell us about this show, Chicago. Chicago, yeah. No, uh, you know, companies that uh, that classic Sondheim musical in the 1970s about marriage and relationships. Wait, uh, what was that name that you said? Who? Stephen Sondheim? I'm um, not familiar. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, he's sort of like... No, I'm familiar. <clears throat> he's Keep this up-and-comer. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Your company about marriage and relationships marriage. and growing up and maturing. And we sort of wanted to do this show to show that it, it 
it, it means something today. It didn't just mean something in 1970, that it means something to the generations today. And it's sort of a timeless show. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, David, you're playing Bobby, who is the main character. Yeah. Uh, who I like to call Bobby, Bobby Baby. Baby. Or Bobby Booby. That's right. Uh, what, uh, Bobby, Bobby. Tell, us about, tell us about him. How, uh, tell us about the character and your approach to the character. Yeah. Bobby's fun. Um, you know, he's... Uh, I think he's definitely got some some layers to him. Uh, he can definitely be a um, uh, not the not the nicest guy in the world sometimes, but I also think he's trying to figure out uh, just kind of how he's experiencing life and relationships through all his friends. And so uh, it's fun because I'm getting to explore all of this as Bobby explores it. Oh, um, and so it's uh, sounds like there's a story there too. You know, it's just, it's interesting because people... Everyone's laughing, by the way. (laughs) I can't believe it, you guys. Um, You know, people experience their relationships so differently. It was funny whenever Doug uh, came to me and we talked about Bobby in the original conversations. You know, I think he had a different view of kind of how Bobby experiences uh, relationships and what Mm -hmm. he thinks it is uh, as opposed to what I thought it was. And so that's what I love about the show, honestly, is each audience member is going to come in here and they're going to see it through a different lens. Um, So and Sondheim gives room to do that. It's a it's a fun show, and I love a lot of the music from it. Uh, Cynthia, tell us about Amy. What's what's her what's her gig? Oh, Amy suffers um, from anxiety, (laughs) deep-seated trauma, uh, and she has found that bond, um, but it's still pretty tenuous because uh, she she has very low (laughs) (laughs) self-esteem. And every character in this show, their faults are laid bare for everyone to see, and that's so beautiful. because we all get a chance uh, at our own redemption, whatever that looks mm-hmm. like. Uh, and uh, she, she finds it, but she's still a basket case. Well, wonderful. <laughs> and, <laughs> and finally, uh, uh, Billy, what's, what's Jenny's story? So Jenny, um, I like to think of her as having like the ideal, uh, like, in quotations, American family, where it's, you know, she has a kid, she has her kids, she has a husband, a home, that's crazy. <laughs> um, and so um, she's just, you know, the, I think of her as like the housewife, stays home, takes care of the kids. Um, she is often, you know, described as I, literally in her character breakdown as dumb and square. Um, I like to think, <laughs> <laughs> uh, much, much like almost every character in the cast, it's very, Everyone has their layers, and so I went into it thinking, you know, dumb and square on the outside, but I feel like it's just like a like a mask. Like she's really super smart, but just can't needs the encouragement and isn't getting the correct encouragement. And so I don't know. It's really fun to play with. Awesome. Well, you know, the show's been uh, out for a while, and we just had the recent revival with the uh, I Katrina Link. Yeah, the Katrina Link, but also the, uh, who played it in London. Oh. oh, whatever her yeah, name I was. Yeah, I forgot. Because Katrina Link, who is my favorite, I mm-hmm. fangirl she, on her. That's her jam. She did not get good notices for this. No. Uh, but no. the gender swapped is what I was going to say, uh, although I'm not crazy about that term. Uh, so, uh, first of all, did you consider doing that version of it? Uh, and second of all, uh, tell us about your approach to the, to the show overall. Sure. We call it casting choices. A casting change. Well, we, we, look, we looked at some, uh, some alternative casting, we'll say. 
I, I like that. Okay, so yeah. we, we, we originally looked at... You could at, say that. Yeah, I originally looked at some <laughs> alternative casting for Bobby. Um, unfortunately, MTI does have some very strict rules right now. Uh, oh, is you, that version not available? You are not you are not allowed to to change it out. Oh, okay. Uh, I did. But I managed yeah. to get a copy of uh, the script, and I looked at it, and really, they didn't do a lot to change it. Uh, a lot of it's pretty confusing. Right. I, uh, they actually missed the in my opinion. They missed, they really they missed the boat. Oh, they yeah. could have really done it. some right. very interesting they things. Really they really did. They could have done a lot of stuff with uh, uh, Joanne, with, uh, with, with, with a female Bobby. They could have done a lot... They, they they missed the mark. And, and if I could say something, I thought it was creepy with all those guys saying, um, saying poor, poor baby. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, I, I didn't like that at all. I'm like, that, right. they, they sound like they're coming after her. Yeah. <laughs> so we decided against that. Awesome. And how's your, what, how has your approach to the, to the show been? And are you also choreographing it? Or is there no, a- I'm, not, I'm okay. not much of a dancer. <laughs> Uh, we actually have a fantastic uh, choreographer, Rachel Jenkins. She came in, uh, and she listened to the music. We had uh, some long talks about what we wanted. We sort of wanted the music to be, well, the dancing to be updated, sort of have some you know modern spins to it, uh, but also still still feel sort of traditional and timeless. And I think she did a fantastic job with it. Uh, as far as my take going into the show, I. I really, you know, I, I sat down with all the actors, uh, you know, in their individual scenes. I said, "What do you, you know? What does this mean to you? Like, how, 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 sure. how do you, how do you approach something like this?" And you know, we had these, you know, we had tough conversations in some of them, and you know, stuff with April, our flight attendant, mm-hmm. were incredibly funny conversations. Yeah. But I just sort of let them, you know, explore these characters and you know decide what you know what works and what doesn't. Wonderful. Uh, and we're going to hear a little bit. I want to make sure we have time for this because the, mm-hmm. the clock is tick-tocking. Uh, and, David, you're going to be singing Marry Me a Little. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, great. How, can, do we want to set the song up or do we just want to jump into it? Sure. Um, so Marry Me a Little happens uh, right after um, Bobby is rebuffed. Um, <laughs> and and uh, so he is really trying to come to terms with what marriage is and what he wants it to be, and I think he's painting it uh, a little idealistic, we'll call it. Wonderful. Uh, And are you able to hear through your headphones right now? Oh, yeah. Wonderful. So this is David Kelly singing Marry Me a Little from Gaslight Baker's production of not Chicago, but (laughs) a company. (laughs) Oh, my God. Here it is. Marry me a little Love me just enough Cry but not too often Play but not too rough Keep a tender distance So we'll both be free That's the way it ought to be I'm ready Marry me a little Do it with a will Make a few demands I'm able to fulfill Want me more than others Not exclusively That's the way it ought to be I'm ready I'm ready now You could be my best friend I could be your right arm We'll go through 
a fight or two. No harm, no harm will look not too deep. We'll go not too far. We won't have to give up a thing. We'll stay who we are. Right? Okay then. I'm ready. I'm ready now. Someone marry me a little. Love me just enough. Warm and sweet and easy. Just the simple stuff. Keep a tender distance. So we'll both be free. That's the way it ought to be. I'm ready. Marry me a little. Body, heart, and soul. Passionate as hell, but always in control. Want me first and foremost. Keep me company. That's the way it ought to be. I'm ready. I'm ready now. Oh, how gently we'll talk. Oh, how softly we'll tread. All the stings, the ugly things, we'll keep unsaid. We'll build a cocoon of love and respect. You promise whatever you like, I'll never collect. Right? Okay then. I'm ready. I'm ready now, son. Amazing. That was wonderful. That was beautiful, David. Very good. Thank you. We are plumb out of time. So <laughs> when do you guys open? Uh, we open Friday. Friday. That's the 1st of March. And yep. when do you close? The 17th, St. Patrick's Day. The 17th. I had, I've had. i written everything incorrect here on my yeah. thing. Uh, well, amazing. And it is at, uh, out in Lockhart, and you can make a day of it. There's lots of really good barbecue restaurants out mm-hmm. there. It's first Friday things. that night, so there's lots of restaurants, and everybody's staying open real late. Wonderful. Where can folks go to get more information? Yeah, to learn more about company, you can go to uh, mygbt.org. Uh, in like 10 seconds or less, we know that you are uh, building a new black box. That's right. Uh, you want to talk a, just a little bit about the expansion plans? Of Absolutely. The we're hoping to... Uh, Opening later, opening the new space later this year for uh, kids' classes, uh, smaller productions, and more rehearsal space. Also, if you've ever been to our theater before, we're yes, we're adding more bathrooms. <laughs> Excellent, very good. Well, thank y'all all for coming on the show. We really appreciate yes, it. Thank, thank you so much for having us. Uh, that was Doug. Did- DiGirolamo. Yeah. Got it. My God. David Kelly, Cynthia Cruiser, and Billy Guffey of Gaslight Baker Theater's production of Company, uh, opening March 1st through the 17th. For more information, uh, mygbt.org. And this is 100 people just got off of the train with a twist. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, that's the wrong one.
Let's try this one. Here's what we're going to do so quickly because we're running out of time. I'm just going to zip through the things that are playing right now. We're going to do, uh, do Today in Theater History and, and we're going to go straight to our next guest. Go for it. Uh, Fresh Squeezed Opera, One Ounce Opera is playing through the third. The Little Mermaid at Zach Theater is still running also to the third. No, no it's extended. It's extended to the end of March. We knew that last time. Mm -hmm. Uh, UTNT Festival at the UT School of Theater and Dance is playing to the third. Uh, The Great Comet over at Zach. Has it been extended? No, it's running to the third. It's running to the third. But you're missing the other show there. Also is uh, Year with Frog and Toad just opened and is running Okay, through. Year with Frog and Toad. Mm-hmm. Uh, always a fun one. I always a boy uh, at Ground Floor Theater last weekend. Uh, you may or may not be able to get tickets for that. Uh, but you have the streaming this week too. Right? We are streaming uh, tonight, and or Thursday, Thursday and, and Friday, Friday night. Uh, and then over at ACC, we're going to be talking to them in just a second, is Red. Uh, and then uh, Austin Scottish Wright. Barney Carey we love saying gets this. his wings. Yes, he does. Through the 10th. Uh, we had them on our show last week, Trouble Puppet and uh, Undark, a radioactive puppet play. Uh, I believe it's at the Vortex. Uh, it is. I could be wrong. It is, because uh, Melissa was here. with Right, from the 29th through the 16th. <laughs> That's great. Today in theater history, we're just going to zap through we're this We're going to tell thing. you about the stuff uh, that happened. Passing Strange, opened in 2008. Uh, on Golden Pond, oh. uh, which I've been to. On Golden Pond is about a, a, a little lake in Franconia, Wisconsin. Yes, have you been actually. there? I have. Did you have a pop while you were there? I don't think so. Oh. Uh, anyway, it opened in 1979. Uh, the Speed of Darkness opened in 1991. Don't even remember I that. Remember that but it was at the Belasco Theater. Oh, we love the Belasco. Uh, and the Walk in the Woods opened in 1988. Uh, birthdays: Seth Rudetsky. Oh. Uh, Tommy Toon, who I had the pleasure of auditioning for. I took tap from his tap teacher. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. Zero Mostel. Oh, uh, he was born in 1915. Bernadette Peters, lots of really great. Love her. Something we talked about last week. Uh, Kelly Bishop. Oh it's well, yeah. Hello, original yep. Sheila and the third Gilmore Girl. Uh, That's her new book. Exactly. Out. And William Finn. Uh, and I was going to play Just Go from A New Brain by William Finn, but I'm not going to happen. We're not going to do it. We're going to pass right over it. Or These are for the folks from Austin Community College production of Red. We have the director Ryan Williams. Hi, Ryan. Wait, you know what I'm going to do? Turn the I'm going to turn on. your microphone Isn't on. Isn't that a fabulous Try that thing. again. There we go. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, and the stage manager. And I'm always happy when we get stage managers on. Yeah, you do love Chloe that. Nichols. Hi. <laughs> hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, so, uh, Ryan, tell us about this show. It's very, uh, I don't know, I, I get... I, I see art canvases somehow when I think about this show. Yes, you are Do correct you? in thinking that and seeing that. Uh, yeah, the show is uh, read, originally directed, uh, written by John Logan, uh, starring uh, Roth, the Roth, Mark Rothko, yep. very, very famous, famous painter, along with uh, an understudy, an assistant of his. And Rothkos are known, he's, it's basically, usually it's colors, a lot of time red, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in little horizontal Boxes, little, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love his work. Yeah. It is very fascinating. Yeah, really getting to uh, be involved in the show has kind of opened my uh, art- artistic uh, sensibilities to his work because I, I really have no knowledge. No, I didn't really have any knowledge of Well, shame on you. I know, I know. <laughs> but f- from this play in itself, I 
I went on a field trip and to the Rothko Chapel, the Rothko Chapel, and uh, it was a phenomenal time. Where is the Rothko yeah, Chapel? I was about to say, is it Houston, must be Texas. close. Houston, Texas. Yeah, Houston, Texas. they have a lot of really good museums and, they, in mm-hmm. Houston. Absolutely. The Rothko Chapel is it a museum that just holds Rothko's pieces? Is it indeed a chapel? What is this town, Houston? I've never heard of it. <laughs> through the through the the course of the show, you see his progress through uh, trying to uh, orchestrate the Seagram murals um, and what ended up becoming of that and uh, eventually through his, his him and uh, connection with him and Philip Johnson who was a, a person that he was associated with they developed this for lack of a better word, I would I would constitute it as a chapel. It was really. definitely okay. a religious experience. Oh, okay, Absolutely. good. Wow. It only holds like nine of his murals that he's ever, that he's done, it, specifically made for this that the chapel oh, itself. Wonderful. Uh, is it in the museum district there in Houston? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. I'm uh, I'm gonna oh, I'm just gonna, gonna go right now. I'll see you later. Like, yeah. Okay. Have fun. Uh, so, what's the narrative arc of the show? Uh, it starts off with this assistant uh, who. Uh, Gets hired on by Rothko through uh, association with, funny enough, Philip Johnson, the same guy. Um, and uh, it's just the process of two years in uh, Rothko starting with the Seagram uh, project and then ending with, you know, him not doing the Seagram. Spoiler alert. But. Okay. <laughs> and this is a two-hander? It is. Okay. It is. And it's, it's Rothko and his assistant. Rothko and his assistant. And they are played by whom? Uh, Rothko is played by one Merrick Milburn, mm-hmm. a fantastic, fantastic actor. The Merrick Milburn. The Merrick the Milburn. Merrick and Milburn. Uh, uh, up-and-coming UT graduate uh, Julia Bennett plays okay. uh, the partner uh, Ken. Ken, and so uh, are they both students at ACC right now? Neither one of them are. Neither ACC one students. of them are. Oh, amazing. And are, are the two of you ACC students? Uh, I am a full-time ACC student. Okay. Yeah. And I'm an ACC alumni. Alumnus. We I love, love this whole mix of everybody mm-hmm. in there. We do. But that Marcus McWhorter uh, yeah, likes McWhorter. doing yeah. that kind of awesome sauce stuff. Oh, yeah. I, do, I do love that. Yep. Uh, and this is in, the, in what I call, it's no longer new, but the new black box. <laughs> uh, and Chloe, you are the stage manager. Uh What's a stage manager do? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. To say the least. Acceptable answer. But um, it's mostly, you know, lots of paperwork, as Uh I'm sure y'all know. (laughs) Lots of uh, taking account for, you know, props or uh, making sure cues are crawled correctly. Every everything is the right answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, I, I often describe the stage manager as the hub of the wheel of a theater production, mm-hmm. uh, and nothing happens without going through that person. It's a very, very important uh, mm-hmm. role. So, thank you for doing that work. Is that are you? Is that your goal in life? Is to stage manage, or what is? Where Where are you headed? So actually, this is my first time uh, taking on the full stage manager position. Oh. Mm-hmm. I had only ever uh, assistant stage managed for uh, Bat Boy at ACC as well. Oh, we I did not you, get to see. We, I really we had wanted you to. on for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, y'all had David and Mabel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, but I've been having such a great time with it. I could definitely see myself continuing to do stage management. But um, currently, I'm actually applying to transfer to full four-year university, uh-huh. and I'm looking to get my doctorate in theater so that I can become a professor like Marcus McWhorter. <laughs> Lovely. So I love call, that, too. So we can call you Dr. Nichols, and we'll have, once, once that happens, we'll have, we'll have to salute you. Uh, well, that's wonderful. And did uh, Ryan, did you have any... Um, were you part of the choice of this piece to go into the uh, season over at ACC, or was this something that was handed to you? So I brought 
uh, read to Marcus McWhorter uh, in hopes to do it as a just a small student production in one of their studio rooms. Mm-hmm. And this, that's kind of how we where we left it um, in the beginning. And maybe a few months after that, Marcus reached out and was like, hey, man, you still interested in doing Red at ACC? And I was like, of course, I thought we were kind of still going along that line. And he was like, yeah, but uh, would you like for it to move it on? Would you like would you be OK moving it on to the main stage in our actual season, having it kind of funded through it? And I was like. Yeah. Oh, oh my god yes absolutely. <laughs> but yeah I, what an opportunity i didn't say it like that though i was like uh i mean of I, course i, I, I suppose <laughs> now you opened last week did you not i did and how did. how's it been going oh it's been it's been awesome uh the turnouts for friday were were solid saturday was our biggest night great uh, as as i think in my most most nights go um sunday you know matinees uh, but still, very very good audiences good. all the way all the way through. And folks have this next weekend to go see it, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Wonderful. And uh, Chloe, we're running against the time, but I just want to hear how how's it been going? How have you enjoyed calling a show? Oh, it's been super fun. Um, you know, I get to use my brain instead of just going <laughs> off of instinct. Uh, you know, like I do when I act. I feel like sometimes as an actor, you don't always get to use your brain unless you're doing character development. But right. this really keeps it on top for me like i i really just get to use all that power in there (laughs) excellent where can folks go to get more information about the show you can uh visit the acc drama social medias where it will have a touchnet link uh to view any information about the show wonderful well thank you all so much yeah thank you so much for coming on thank you all for having us and thanks for teaching us about that museum yep exactly that was ryan williams and chloe nichols of austin community college's productions of red running through march 3rd and what i say if you want to find them i just say google acc and red and you'll find them Mm -hmm. right there Mm -hmm. and i was gonna play uh sunday in the park with george color and light oh that's uh but we don't have time so we're just gonna we're gonna uh Give people one last chance. You've got three minutes to support co-op during our show. Uh, 472-5667 is the number to call. Uh, We really want you to come and support uh, co-op radio. Um, And we really need you to call and talk to to John and Tom. Yes. Uh, They're (laughs) waiting for you. You're welcome to laugh. (laughs) I I actually thrive on the laughter. Bring it on. Um, 512-472-5667 is the number to call. Uh, And speaking of John Hoffner, he's like inching into the door right now because the Austin Common Radio Hour is next. He's been trying to wrench this darn microphone away from me. But instead, I'm going to ask you to go to koop.org or 572-472-472-472-472. 512-472-5667 and uh, and donate to us. You can no longer talk to John on the phone because he's here, but I'm sure that Tom is still here. We're going to go away with We're in the Money from 42nd Street. I will see you next week when we look at what's happening off stage and on the air. Bye, everybody. Bye. We're in the money. We're in the money. We got.